0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so happy to be here today. This is Elizabeth Overton, your host of the Divine Downloads podcast. And today, I'm delighted to have another amazing guest on the show. Today, I have Nate Crotto. Nate is a husband and father of four kids, and he actually lives in my own backyard, which is even more exciting for me to meet people in my own neck of the woods. Um, he lives in northern Minnesota, and What's super cool about Nate is that he has become the co-owner of a family-owned hemp farm in Sandstone, Minnesota, and prior to this hemp venture, Nate uh, was a nurse and worked in inpatient oncology and hospice in the home, and due to the demands of the company, Nate has taken a step back from the nursing to help launch the family farm and the hemp product line. And his roles within the company, um, you name it, he does it. Product education, compliance, accounting, sales, and so much more. So I cannot wait to talk to you today, Nate. Welcome to the show.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: You are so welcome. So I, pretty much most of the people that I know and run in circles with, I met on the socials. So I met Nate through the American Holistic Nurses Association Facebook group page I'm pretty sure.
1: yep, I believe that was the one.
0: yeah, so I am so excited. Obviously, the hemp industry is exploding right now, and i I have so like I, I've interviewed this will be my second interview. I have one in the hopper uh, about this industry. So what I love so much about this show itself and also um, what nurses are able to do, like what a great way to marry nursing savvy acumen skills with with this to me it's basically a wellness product right hemp and so let us know nate like how tell us a little bit about about your background we talked about the correction stuff this is your second rodeo tell us a little bit about your journey however much or however minute, however little and you'd like to share with us
1: Sure. You know, as a young man, I started off in corrections as a correctional officer for the state of Minnesota. And I worked in that field for a while, but it wasn't a fit for me. I don't have the mindset that matched that kind of uh, emotional needs at a place like that uh, makes you need in your life. Um, So I moved on. I uh, I met my wife. Uh, I went back to school for nursing. She helped me go through nursing school. Um, love nursing. Nursing is great. Nursing connected me with people. Um, But even in nursing, I kind of went to a dark side of nursing. So similar to like how corrections kind of brought me to a dark side of the world. Nursing with hospice and oncology, as much as I was there to want to help people, I was watching a lot of people get just sick and hurt too. So um, I had emotional conflicts in that realm as well. But what I got to do is meet patients who were on medical marijuana journeys in their life with our state programming and stuff like that. And I got to meet people who used essential oils and other herbs and vitamins to help treat themselves. And I got this fascination with alternative options uh, to the Western medicine programs that we have now. So as we started our research into farming, um, everything just kind of kept falling into place. Um, I was able to leave my job as a nurse to do this. Uh, it it lined up perfectly that we were able to do so. Um, and it has even come down to my wife has lost her job due to budget cuts at her hospital that she works at, but it's okay. Everything has worked out for the better. Everything keeps falling in line for us. We're still stepping forward and progressing forward. And, um, it's been a journey of learning many lessons, but we're overcoming those lessons. And here we are now just... Connecting and getting ourselves in front of people, um, not pushing our product, but trying to reach out and help people with our products.
0: This is so beautiful. I love how your journey of of all of your decisions, right first in corrections and then um, and then to nursing, and how you I just love the synergy of the universe because it sounds like you have been very aware. I would call, I would say that you're a very uh, conscious individual and that you were attuned to and paying attention to those nudges. I call them soul nudges. Sure. That's a good way.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Like it wasn't a good, you kept using the word emotional fit and then you, you found yourself connecting with the exact right people for your, I believe it's a soul journey to, you went from working with people that were, you know, you said bad things, not bad things, but like harmful and not feeling good to seeing these people that were doing things differently. uh, That's, that basically goes against the Western uh, model of medicine to alternative. And so here we this you kept saying also everything has been working out like you're totally talking about law of attraction manifestation really yeah
1: me and my wife we firmly believe that you know everything keeps working out because history has proven it over and over again that every time we think uh you know what are we gonna do next next shows up and it just kind of happens whether we are ready for it or not
0: well, I would definitely say that you're ready because uh, it doesn't show up if you're not allowing, you know, people that are in resistance and like dig their heels on the ground. Things will naturally just fall in place and things don't just work out for them, right? Because they're, they're in this place of resistance. So you and your wife, you guys are going to go far. So let's talk about, um, so the name of the company is Holistic Wellness Services. Yep. Yep. So can you tell us a little bit about your um, your goal and your purpose? Because I think it, it's so beautiful. Or I could, I could read it from the website here. Whatever feels best to you, Nate.
1: Sure. I mean, I'll take it. I don't want you to read right from our script or anything like that. Um, for me, the goal of our company is really to be that educational conduit between what cannabis is in general not just hemp we're in the hemp industry right now but hemp is cannabis so we really want to connect people to uh how cannabis can help in many forms and along with that comes the education of uh what's the difference between hemp what's the difference between hemp and marijuana um how does this all work together is hemp the male plant and marijuana is the female plant you know we break down some of those myths that are are going around Um, but we also want to provide an alternative option for people to pursue for pain management for I mean everybody's in pain everybody's in pain and our number one customer has got to be over the age of 60 I believe and they're all trying to manage pain without taking so many medications they naturally on their own want to get rid, uh, uh, rid of all these meds or reduce them and I'm just hoping that we can provide a product that allows them to and feedback has shown us so far that our products are helping them.
0: I love this. So so people I think what I'm witnessing both on the show and just my own life experience is that the tools that we have been using up until now they're not they're not working anymore.
1: Yeah, I could agree with that or they're not or they're the only tool. There's no other options. So the tool gets overused.
0: Oh, I love that! And so, what a what a great entry point into the marketplace with the opioid addiction, and 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 people are sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, and de- and being dependent upon a, a pharmaceutical that has so many negative side effects. Absolutely. Right? So, can you tell us? I'd like to just educate also on the show. Can you tell us a little bit about um, the breaking down the however you want to do it the endocannabinoid system i can you talk also about the um oh the entourage effect
1: yep yep i can talk about that too what about hemp hemp versus marijuana yeah tell
0: us all that just give us a high level overview so because there's so much confusion around this thank you Uh,
1: sure just the one thing i like to clear up right away with any time i'm talking with anybody whether it's on an individual or group level is hemp and marijuana are cannabis So. Think of cannabis as like a broad category and then compare it to apples. Like you have put apple as a broad category term and underneath apples are red apples, green apples, Fuji apples, pink ladies, and that kind of stuff. So taking that idea and using cannabis as the main category underneath cannabis is hemp and then marijuana. And now these hemp and marijuana have different uh, subdivisions and different purposes, but what really defines them is the THC level. To be in the hemp industry, to be considered a hemp plant, you're at 0.3% THC by weight. If you go over that, that's technically a marijuana plant. So that's just kind of the first bit of knowledge that I like to share with people. Is it's It's a number in law that kind of defines the two plants separately. Otherwise, they share many of the same features. You can't actually tell my plants apart from marijuana plants.
0: Okay, so let's just recap this for listeners. Okay, so like I'm a very visual person. So let's say... We have this umbrella, and the umbrella is cannabis.
1: Okay. Yep, and, that's right.
0: And then under one one lane or one vein, we have hemp, and under the other lane, we have marijuana. Correct. Though hemp and marijuana both can be broken down into subdivisions, and that is determined by the amount of THC, which is defined by weight. So if it's if it's less than 0.3 percent, it's in the hemp family. Correct. If it's, if it's over 0.3%, it's in the marijuana
1: family. For the most part, yes. Okay. Typically in the marijuana industry, you're going to see those THC levels be anywhere from 5 to 30%. Just to kind of put things into perspective, hemp is at that 0.3%. So it's a significant reduction. And it's not an enough uh, potency in a hemp product to make a person feel that psychoactivity that they would have a higher THC product.
0: Perfect. So that, that brings me to the question. So what is the benefit of the, the hemp plant that interacts with our body's systems that allows sure. people to feel maybe, um, I don't know, less inflammation, less pain, their mood is heightened. Can you explain how that science works?
1: So the science is new and upcoming, but I'll do my best to kind of just broaden it to generalize it, if you allow me to. Um, The overall best effect that we see from what we call full spectrum hemp product, that's more than just CBD. That's all the plant uh, waxes, fats, different terpenes. Terpenes are kind of similar to like essential oil. And there's other things known as cannabinoids too, along with CBD. So CBD, THC, CBN, there's a whole bunch of them. They all kind of, they work together. Um, So when we make a full spectrum product, all those components in that oil that we make, that we put in our products, uh, work together uh, for better benefit uh, for what is known as the entourage effect. It's not the idea anymore that one plus one equals two, it's more like one plus one equals five. And that's the idea that these components in this oil when they're all paired together, when they're used together in harmony with our bodies, they can do wonderful things. And that's because we have what's known as an endocannabinoid system in our body. This system was discovered by a guy in Israel, um, Dr. Raphael Mishalom. Um, I can't pronounce his last name probably appropriately, but he discovered this system when he was trying to do things with like isolating THC molecules back in the 70s 80s 90s and stuff like that so this system in our body is called the endocannabinoid system because endo means within within our bodies and cannabinoids there's two different kinds of cannabinoids there's phytocannabinoids which comes from a plant and that's where you're going to get your cbd thc and things like that and we also have endocannabinoids which exist in our bodies so Anandamide is the one that I like to talk about. While this is compared to THC, anandamide and and THC bind to the same receptors in our body. We have an enzyme in the endocannabinoid system that kicks off the anandamide, and it's uh, kicked off real fast. So when you hear about somebody having like a runner's high or a runner's bliss, anandamide is attached to a receptor in their body activating the endocannabinoid system. THC comes in and can connect to the same receptor. And it stays on longer because it can't get kicked off by that enzyme, allowing for those psychoactivity effects to last longer in a person than like a runner's high would. Does that make sense?
0: Totally does. I love this. So you have the, the endocannabinoid has both cannabinoids and endocannabinoids.
1: Correct. It can work with both cannabinoids from within our body and outside of our body from plants.
0: Okay. I'm loving the visuals that I'm getting from your explanation. It's very good. Thank you.
1: Sure. So continuing on, there's the enzymes, the receptors and uh, the endocannabinoids. And that's basically the parts of our endocannabinoid system. And the goal of that system is to achieve what's known as homeostasis. Um, for those who don't know what homeostasis is, that's basically in my definition is achieving the optimal health functionality that you can achieve in your body. And so the endocannabinoid system acts like a manager Uh, regulation. It it helps manage each of our other body systems. You can't pinpoint the endocannabinoid system, but I I wish I had a visual I could show you. I have like a rainbow chart that has the different body systems, your circulatory system, uh, your digestive system, kind of color-coded in solid colors. But the endocannabinoid system is a full rainbow. And that's because it plays a part in all those different areas. So when we ingest endocannabinoids, we're supplementing our Uh, I'm sorry, when we ingest phytocannabinoids from plants, um, we are are stimulating our endocannabinoid systems, we're supplementing our endocannabinoid systems.
0: So this is so cool. So when we are basically supporting this level of optimal vitality in our bodies, it doesn't it doesn't matter what else is going on, right? <clears throat> it doesn't matter about what we're doing with exercise. It doesn't matter about sleep. It doesn't matter about nutrition. Every time you ingest these phytocannabinoids, it's it's supplementing this endocannabinoid system. Is that right?
1: That's that's how it works, correct.
0: So it's kind of like a no-brainer.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then it's what's amazing to me is like, so... Uh, My wife's uncle, Mike, uh, he's one of our co-owners as well. And he taste tests tinctures as we make them with us. Um, He noticed right away that he was sleeping better at night. Um, And that wasn't necessarily what we were going for. We were just having him taste the product. And that's what he was getting out of it. I mean, it wasn't ridiculous amounts. It was within normal dosing regulations for for our own policies, I guess, like that. Um, But... Another person, my mom, she's been in several car accidents. She's taken the tincture and she gets better sleep and she wakes up in the morning without having that achy, stiff body from arthritis and stuff from surgeries from these different car accidents that she was in. Another person took the product and they come back in and we're at a a vendor event and they said, hey, I didn't notice anything, but my wife thinks that I'm doing a lot better with my uh, mood. Uh, So we get all these surreal kind of like, Wow, that's really awesome to hear. But it's not just like something you take for one issue, I guess, is what I'm getting at.
0: And so, is there a is there a certain time frame um, where people can expect to receive these benefits? Uh, Of course, like you're saying, everybody is like bio individual, and it might be different for me versus you based on weight, lifestyle, whatever. Um, When do people typically start to see results, Nate?
1: Sure. I, I like to tell people and I could be right or wrong on this, but I like to tell people to give a good seven to 10 days um, from my minimal experiences, from communicating with people who are taking different things. A lot of times you'll find that somebody takes it for a couple of days and they don't feel anything and they wanted an immediate effect of something. I don't see this product working quite like that. Um, as far as ingestible oils go. Um, we make a salve that has more of like a a pain salve, uh, effect, uh, a menthol base that immediately affects pain on the the surface area of the body. But tinctures don't quite work like that. I feel like tinctures got to load into your system a little bit more, um, more like a everyday use kind of take it at the same time and allow it to get distributed in your body.
0: That makes sense. So in terms of like the salve, um, it, does it have to be absorbed, though, by your skin, and then it gets into your systemic circulation, or or is it just immediately when it touches the skin, it's, it's having the same effects?
1: So the the sab's going to be geared more of like a local effect. Um, you hurt your elbow. You, uh, a lot, so arthritic fingers are actually what we happen to see the most relief of with our uh, customer population we set up at the local grocery store, uh, doing educational kind of informational events for customers and we'll loop somebody up with our sab on their fingers and then they'll go shopping in the store and they'll come back and see us afterwards and show us how they can open and close their hand real nice or how their fingers are feeling a little bit better. Um, but that's not gonna, you know, their fingers are sore. We rub the sab on there, but that's not going to make their elbow feel any better. It's not going to distribute throughout the body like that as well. It's not like a, transdermal patch effect or anything like that
0: okay that makes sense okay that that that's helpful so and um are there any contraindications that this would be inappropriate for somebody
1: i i immediately like to talk to people about their coumadin usage coumadin so my access to studies are limited as far as you know, being able to compare them to perf- the studies that have gone on for the medications that we use in hospitals and things like that. So I try to play uh, a very safe card whenever I'm dealing with people and I always encourage them to talk to their doctors and uh, have this conversation. I'll provide them tools that they can talk to their provider about, but uh, ultimately I like to educate people and kind of put things back in their own hands. So that being said, Coumadin usage With CBD in general, I don't know if they're talking about the pharmaceutical medication Epidiolex on those higher doses or CBD on low doses doing the same thing. But what they're saying is there's an enzyme. I forget the name of the enzyme, but CBD usage can inhibit this enzyme in the liver. So when you ingest Coumadin, uh, they're already monitoring your INR levels and your bleeding risks and things like that with labs. So you take Coumadin in and then you start taking CBD in and all of a sudden the coumadin's not breaking down in your body and it's lasting in your body longer, increasing your bleeding risk. So this is kind of like a twofold issue though. It's good and bad. Essentially, if a person can have proper monitoring, they can bring their Coumadin use down if CBD is inhibiting the breakdown of it. Um, so they need less in their body to do the same kind of effect because the medication lasts longer. But at the same time, if they're not monitored and they're taking CBD in on those higher levels and they're at this bleeding risk and they don't know anything about it, so they're not getting checked uh, in their labs and things like that, uh, you know, that could be a scary situation. So I always, that's my red flag. That's my number one red flag that I know about right now. Drugs.com allows um, a person to check their medication interactions um, between either you could pick cannabis in general, you could pick. CBD, which is known as a cannabidiol, you can find the right kind of, uh, investigation tools there to help make a better educated decision. So I share that one with people a lot. Sometimes I'll log onto my iPad right in the store and kind of talk to them about some of the stuff that I see. And then I talk to them about, about what those risks mean and ultimately, uh, put it back in their hands.
0: Great. It's, you know, consumer advocates, um, basically talk to your doctor, give them the tools so they can have the conversation with their doctor. I love that, which as a nurse makes me think of um, now, did you, did you have to do anything to be able to do this as a nurse? Like, does that make sense?
1: So I have, there's no requirements telling me what I need to do to say that I'm like a cannabis nurse, I guess what I have done for myself is I'm, you know, I'm I'm a member of the right group. So the Holistic Nursing Association um, has uh, a whole great realm of the nursing world with uh, alternative medicine and options like that. So I feel connected to that group. I'm part of that group. Uh, The American Cannabis Nursing Association is another group that I'm part of. And I was able to get in some training through them. Um, The American Cannabis Nursing Association put on a joint training effort with the Medical Cannabis Institute it's a thirteen course curriculum for uh, medical marijuana for for nurses, I guess just to have a better understanding and then as well, I can translate it into the hemp industry and um, there's a lot of similarities obviously there, so I can use that to kind of better educate my patients as well.
0: I love this so much because we're what you're doing Nate is um, there's so many like layers of this onion, however, wh- what you're doing is you've been able to. Uh, well, let me ask you this question. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Uh, what what has being a nurse allowed you to become in this role, or, or has that affected this in any way, would you say?
1: You know, one of my favorite parts about nursing in the hospital when I was there was the educational components so of being able to teach somebody. Um, you know, a lot of times we have people on chemotherapy, and there's a ton of education that goes with like suppressed immune systems and Uh, Avoid this and that, and things that people just aren't aware of. I like that I can teach something about this hemp industry, uh, hemp cannabis in general, and it's new good information. It's not just necessarily bad, scary information. But education in general has translated directly from my nursing career into my educational role within our company here.
0: I love that. And I would say you're totally... You're nursing like this is nursing
1: it's, absolutely it's,
0: yeah, so once a nurse always nurse, you can't ever extract the nurse out of the nurse i say <laughs> and, <laughs> and I love um the way that you know marketing is everything in business, and I love the way you're positioning yourself because you are specifically plant to products, so there's so many different ways to do this right um right, and so. I just love what you're creating. So for somebody who's listening, Oh, I want to go back to the Coumadin for people that are listening that don't know what Coumadin is. that's basically a medication people take um, to thin their blood. Maybe they have um, um, an artificial heart valve or they have something called atrial fibrillation. People take it for different reasons. And so of course, None of this is meant to be a medical advice. This is Nate's experience. and Correct. Um,
1: Thank you for saying that. Yeah, yeah.
0: always, always, always uh, check with your doctor before you go doing anything. Um, and so for somebody that's listening, uh, maybe they're a nurse, maybe they're not a nurse, and they want to either be a consumer of this system or they're interested in becoming a business owner. Could you talk about like, a couple steps to set those people up for success based on
1: your own experience? Sure. Oh, let's take it in a, the business realm of how to start a business has been a lesson learned and a joint effort of lessons learned on our team of people. Um, if you have a business degree, that's obviously going to help. <laughs> I've had to learn a lot of those, those lessons is for business. Um, fortunately we have a great team that we can overcome anything, but as far as hemp goes, A person can grow hemp in Minnesota simply by following the right rules with the state of Minnesota. Um, The Department of Agriculture manages our industrial hemp program, and there's a licensure process that requires like a fingerprinting, background check, and um, fees. I think it was about for me seven hundred some dollars worth of fees this year just to do the the licenses. At the same time, you know, there's a, what are you planning on doing? If you get into the hemp industry, have a plan. Like, are you going to do it for CBD? Because hemp can also be grown for grain um, or for the seed, I guess we should say. Um, And it can also be grown for building materials now. Um, So there's different industries within hemp and CBD has kind of just formed its own industry amongst more of like traditional crops, I guess. So have a good business plan uh, before you get into it. A lot of people jump into hemping. I call it hemping. Um, they jump into it and they don't have a plan for drying, harvesting, where their product's going to go. Up, oh, are you still there?
0: Yep, I'm still here.
1: I'm sorry. I got interrupted there with the call. That's I was okay. afraid that was going to happen. That's but okay. yeah, so as you get into the industry, um, it's exciting so people focus on that exciting newness, but there's a lot of work that goes with it.
0: Yes. The, the, everybody wants to, especially in today's world, everybody sees uh, the BSO, the bright, shiny objects, right? And they see people's success. They don't see the dark night of the soul, all the struggles, all the sacrifice, all the hours, <laughs> yeah. all the missed all basketball the hours, games. The hours, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So... To grow hemp in Minnesota, you can connect with the Department of Agriculture. There are licensing fees. Wow, I didn't even think about it. There's a
1: great uh, frequently asked question, like a, it's like a five-page packet that you could read online about hemp for the state of Minnesota. There's some reports on, the you old know, different years of what people are growing and how much they're growing. There's some good facts you can get on there if you're interested. Um, yeah, it's a, I, I reference their site often just to see if anything's changed or to keep up with compliance. Compliance is kind of an ever-changing thing where there's no written rules. It's kind of the wild west. But as a nurse, I try to maintain some professionalism in our products and uh, you know, hope that when things are written down in stone that we are on the right path to kind of be compliant with all that.
0: Um, I have interviewed a couple of inventors, nurse inventors on my show. And so I do want to ask the question, you know, not having an MBA or a business background, um, I do love that you are using local um, um, local companies like for third party testing. How in the world did you know? Um, would what, 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 would you say that you do your own manufacturing?
1: Yeah, we we manufacture all of our all of our own. We uh, like from when you're seed to sale, we do everything. We've cut out every middleman that, and that allows us to go right from our farm into the customer's hands so we don't source well so some of the ingredients um, that we use like in our salves and in our cbd oils we source from reputable companies um, we soak all of our own herbs uh, on the farm uh, we buy also like we source things but as far as hemp we don't source anything hemp hemp's all on the farm and then wow. all the, the bottling and the packaging and the label making and all that kind of stuff has happened within our family
0: Holy smokes, you guys are going to be able to scale this for some serious profit, okay? Oh,
1: oh. <laughs> we're in, and we got that wheel turning. We are getting in front of people. Um, you know, social media handcuffs you as far as traditional social media advertising. So you have to make posts. You can't boost anything. I think Instagram and those kind of places are a little bit different. You know, on top of that, uh, we really love to drive home that we are family owned, locally farmed. Uh, we and that we do everything from seed to sale because that's what sets us apart from just being uh, another CBD store. Um, and I don't want to ever be in the kind of business person who dogs anybody else's products or anything like that. But I just um, know that this is the model that works for us. And this is how we connect with our people. And um, this is this is the way we like to do things.
0: Well that's when I was looking at your website um holistic wellness services it's very clear uh your positioning in the market like you said you're family owned and you, it's everything seed to the product uh that's that's got to be fairly rare i would say
1: you know it's I, I don't know if it's fairly rare when you compare it to um like the marijuana industry i studied the marijuana industry a lot um, and for me, I saw this like vertically integrated option as the only way to go to cut out those costs. And then the people that I know in the industry, they say the same things, whether they got a store um or not. You know, I, I have some connections where we just kind of network a little bit. We're competition with each other, but we still have enough of a relationship where we can network, I guess. um And you know, we compare notes, and that's kind of what I hear too is being able to cut the middleman out is where the money savings are at. Ultimately it put, we are able to reduce the price of our product um, to match what we think our. We're in a rural setting, so we don't want to charge people something that they can't afford. We want to be able to make it at a price point where it can go in their pockets, they can use it and they can uh, afford to use it, not have to bend over backwards to obtain something just to get a little bit of relief and help in life.
0: That's, that's beautiful. Yeah, a lot of the inventors that I've talked to, um, you know, manufacturing, like if you're making a product, who's, who's going to be the manufacturer. So you've really, uh, and that's something, well, now there are more and more organizations that are, are set up to help uh, nurses invent things. Um, And I think it's so, you clearly have a business mindset and although you don't have an MBA and you said, you know, there, there's a lot of learning, of course you really have have taken this and you've positioned yourself on the market. Um, Do you see yourself, you know, leading um, seminars and education for both the public and um, nursing or health professionals to educate?
1: I I have started, uh, I like to do free talks for people to help promote our our business. So uh, I'm not in a, like a consulting kind of situation yet where I charge people to have me come talk because I like to, I just really like to provide our company service and I'm not there to promote myself or what I'm saying. I'm there to promote holistic wellness services. So if I want, if people want to support me, I encourage them to support our company. Um, so with that being said, uh, I went to Fond du Lac Tribal and community college up in Cloquet, Minnesota, uh, for my nursing degree. I have my law enforcement degree through there too. Um, so I'm familiar with the college, but my previous nursing instructor invited me to come talk to, I think there must've been like 30 RN students who are like two months out from getting their RN degrees about, uh, hemp and the company and about nursing it as a, uh, you know, the alter- alternative options to Western medicine and things like that. So I do that. Um, I got to connect with a lot of students. We work with local businesses in town. The Moose Lake Brewery allows us to, um, Go into. They have a room where they do yoga, and so they have like a yoga CBD day. And then my wife does the the yoga uh, portion of it, where they do yoga and like a beer test in the morning. And then after the yoga conversation, they educate about CBD. So they've supported us that way. Um, we stand in front of the public wherever we can to kind of disseminate information. And um, I spend a lot of time on the phone a lot of time in emails corresponding with people about their questions that allows them more of a private, a way to ask questions too.
0: So cool. I could see the next, this might not be an option. I could see the next level of this being teaching other nurses, like offering a certification program where you're teaching other nurses to do the same.
1: You know, I would love to get into some continuing education for nurses. Um, Oh yeah. All those kind of things as well. Uh, You know, being, I'm stretched thin with what we're doing, Um, we have basically four owners of our company doing everything. Um, So to be able to venture out into those things, it's all about time management, but I hope I can find the time to uh, steer in that direction.
0: Well, do you see in the future being able to maybe um, hire more people so that uh, other people, you're distributing the work to other people so you could do the outreach part?
1: Yeah, I definitely see that happening. I guess for now we have to lay the foundation of the company to be as self-sufficient as possible. And once we achieve what our you know we're satisfied with as far as self-sufficiency, then uh, honestly, I hope to expand. But I want to expand, you know, not just about having more employees and things. I want to expand into more options for people, not just in hemp but in herbs in general, like our salve products. We had a family recipe from my wife's aunt who does herbs all of her life with her family. Um, and her she made a pain salve just out of herbs, nothing hemp. And the pain salve reduces pain by itself. So we pair hemp with something like that uh, and it works even better. But it's not like we invented something. We just added, like we just improved the wheel. We didn't reinvent the wheel.
0: So, Hashtag genius, 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 <laughs> money maker,
1: right there. <laughs> it's, the we were connected to herbs in our life at one point, and as a population, we've lost it. There's the few people here, here and there that really, really know how to connect with the earth and find the herbs that work for our bodies. I'm fascinated by it. If I could go and do schooling all over again, I would do something with plant science like that for sure.
0: I love this so much because I'm very. Um, I'm very concerned about my uh, carbon footprints and I love supporting companies and like minds who like you, we have totally lost our connection with the earth and Lord knows we have treated it, treated her terribly. So they're all, your business like checks all the boxes for me, like
1: <laughs> I'm glad fam- do that.
0: family owned, like uh super conscious, uh, eco-friendly of service so so amazing so one more question for for nurses maybe who let's say want to like think about doing this as a business what what resources where would you send them
1: facebook has both ups and downs of uh, information you'll find people who are willing to help Uh, there's a ton of facebook groups out there Um, i've gained a lot of networking and friends uh, from Facebook, uh, where I've been able to connect and hash things out, whether it's something's wrong with plants or soil or just new technologies. So Facebook is an option to kind of start getting a basic knowledge. Using the state of Minnesota's website or whatever state a person's in, they probably have an industrial hemp program. Not all states do, but you can you can learn about uh, more of the programming and legalities and compliance things on that on that end um, as well. It's networking it's getting to know the people that are in the industry in your realm uh finding the right support groups uh obviously you're gonna have to starting a business isn't easy you don't put yourself on a three-year journey not a six month i'm gonna make my money back kind of journey um it's a dedication so just prepare yourself mentally physically be ready for change be adaptable
0: be adaptable right there that's it in a nutshell and and you got to remember that uh, Rome wasn't built in a day. And so this overnight success uh, BS that people are buying into is very disappointing.
1: <laughs> and what I will say about this industry is it is saturated. And it is getting more and more heavily regulated. It will be more and more difficult to start doing this stuff. We... I just don't want people to get into this field and then lose out I know many many farmers who just jumped in didn't have a plan and they lost so much it's sad Um, it's it's a real problem all over the nation so I encourage people to there's there's enough room in hemp as far as I'm concerned for a lot of people to do it everybody could benefit but just please know your risks uh, be smart about it have a business plan have a team
0: That's super great advice. I do wanna give a shout out. Um, Do you know about the National Nurses and Business Association?
1: Yeah, I'm familiar with who they are.
0: Okay, I'm actually um, a chapter leader for the Midwest. So super shout out to Michelle Podlesny. She's the president. It's a phenomenal organization. If you are a nurse and you desire to become an entrepreneur, the networking alone and the conference in Vegas every September is, I've never been a part of a more transparent organization They just want you to succeed. It's about holding the ladder so you can climb it. And it's about like you're speaking to, you know, you got to have a plan. You you have to know your numbers and it doesn't happen overnight. So I just wanted to give a shout out to that. And I can actually, um, you know, get you a discount if you're interested in enrolling. So Nate, this has been so cool. I feel like I've known you a long time, even though we literally just met like five minutes. Yeah, it's
1: easy conversation (laughs) for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, and and when you're following your passions and you're being of service, like you said, everything is working out for you and your wife. Um, It's so incredible. So let's share with people, how can people um, get into your services, your education? What websites would you like to share with the audience?
1: Okay. Um, We have a basic informational website and online store that people can look at our products and, and get in contact with us. And that's www.hwshemp.life. That's L-I-F-E. Uh, as, as fun as I like that, that address, it's amazing Like how many times it, people put .com in. So please make sure you're putting .life in. Um, on top of that, my email is uh, nate at hwshemp.life. And then um, you can get a hold of us via email phone at 218-626-7006 so that's my that's my line um i'm talking hemp all the time i'm helping people out navigating this world um if you have any questions i'm open i don't mind giving my number out like that um yeah that's pretty much the best ways to get a hold of us right now we're on facebook we're learning how to use instagram and twitter right now we're kind of a little behind the times
0: Hey, never too late to join the party, Nate. I mean, wow, what an awesome job you're doing. So before we wrap up, I'll share all these things in the show notes so people can just click uh, very easily um, onto your web- website. So thanks for sharing that. So let's close with this. What is, um, what is uh, one thing that you know now, either about yourself, the world, or you know that, that, you, that you have learned because you said yes to this journey?
1: What I have to say about that is people, nurses or people in general, we are able to achieve more than we actually know about ourselves. I've had to put myself outside the box, learn things that I never thought I would have to learn. And it's amazing how you can teach yourself how to do something. I've taught myself so many things in this world, whether it's from how to do a nursing task or a nursing intervention. from youtube or learning how to do breaks from youtube or reading a book or going to the library and learning something or talking to somebody about their experiences and how they did something people can achieve a lot more if they put their mind to it and step outside the box
0: that's so awesome and i i think you're so so right i think most people walking around are only leaning into a third of their potential so Absolutely. this is yeah, so this, so this is what's possible if you really, if you take the risk and you do your due diligence. And so I want to congratulate you and your wife and, um, your company, what a great service you're providing. And I look forward to meeting you someday face to face because you know, we're in the same state for crying out loud.
1: Yep. Yep. <laughs> it'll come around. I'm sure.
0: Yes, for sure. Well, gosh, thank you so much for your wisdom, your expertise, Nate. And, um, I'm sure you're going to get some uh, bumps to your website and some people reaching out to you. And of course, I want to thank my listeners. This podcast uh, has been a dream of mine, and I hope that it's providing relevant information that will help you elevate your life, help you see what's possible. And seriously, you are supported every moment, and especially in the times that you feel like you suck or you don't have what it takes, uh, just keep leaning in to your potential and taking those baby steps and you will be rewarded in spades. So until next time, take care. And if you love this podcast, I have to do a plug here. Please go over to iTunes and click on the divine downloads and leave a review and tell me why you, why you like it, why it's inspiring, why it's helpful. And let me know what you want to hear um, more about. Okay. Until next time, take care. Bye.